Is your face constantly sore, prone to irritation, redness, tingles, or dryness, no matter how much moisturizer you lather on? If so, then stay tuned, because today we're covering barrier damage and how to know if you've damaged your skin's barrier. Welcome to The Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty expert and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. Welcome back to another episode of the Korean Beauty Show podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about skin barriers and all the things that we can do to damage them and how to repair them as well. But before I jump in, I'm going to quickly introduce myself for those of you who are new to the podcast. First of all, welcome. Thank you for joining us. On this podcast, we talk all things K-beauty and I'm your host, Lauren Lee. I am a long-term resident of Seoul, South Korea, where I've lived since 2016. And I'm also the founder of Style Story, an online platform where you can shop, and explore the world of Korean beauty. Style Story are, of course, the sponsors of today's podcast episode. If you're looking for help with your Korean beauty routine, jump over to stylestory.com.au and have a chat with one of our team. We would be more than happy to match you with your perfect Korean beauty product. That is the thing that lights us up more than anything in the world. So let's jump into today's episode. Starting from the basics, which is what is your skin barrier? It might sound a little bit strange if you've not heard this expression before, but your skin does actually have a barrier. And what it is, is it is a thin layer of lipids and sweat from your glands. And it has a protective layer that is referred to as the acid mantle. And the main role of this is basically to help your skin retain moisture while also protecting it from the harm caused by the outside environment. So bacteria and all things like that, the weather and stuff like that. So why this is important is because if your acid mantle is out of balance, then your skin's barrier becomes more prone to damage. So I'm going to run through how we can actually take care of our acid mantle. And the main reason it's important is because it has a really, really important and protective function, especially when you're talking about dealing with things like, you know, bacteria, pollution, UV rays, and all of those kinds of things. So the good news is that there is a way to help maintain your acid mantle in good condition. And that is by taking into account the pH of your skincare products. And the reason this is important is because your skin itself has a a certain natural balance to it. And if you use, you can actually lower or raise the pH of your skin as well. So this can be either a bad thing, i.e. it weakens your skin's acid mantle, or it can be a good thing in that it can restore it to its naturally balanced state. So if you are suffering basically from a damaged 
acid mantle, then swapping your products over, particularly your cleansers, over to a pH balanced product can go a long way to help actually repair the damage that you the damage that you have cause to your skin's barrier. So watching the pH of your cleansers in particular and pH 5.5 is considered the ideal sort of um, pH level if you're looking to you know, stick to pH balance products. You might have seen, you might have heard of that. I know I certainly did when I was much younger, although I didn't really understand at the time what it was all about. But pH 5.5 for cleansers is really the golden standard for people that are suffering from a compromised skin barrier, blemishes, or redness. So even if you don't suffer from those kind of things, if you're incorporating AHAs and BHAs, so the skincare acids into your routine or something like vitamin C, then you may also want to keep an eye out on the pH of your face washes. And that is because AHAs, BHAs, and vitamin C are all pH dependent. So if your cleansers aren't correctly balanced, then your acids can also be thrown out of balance, which can basically impact on their efficacy. So how well they work. So that's one other thing. A lot of people don't need to use strictly pH 5.5. You know, some people can safely get up to a seven or something like that. But if you do have either a compromised barrier, any kind of sensitivity or skin issues, uh, or if you are regularly incorporating acids into your skincare routine, it might be something that you may want to have a look into and just sort of check uh, what is the pH level of your product. Now, I know on the Star Story website, where possible, we always list exactly what it is just because we know that people want to know and have that information available. If it is a brand that is maybe not Korean, you can always ask them what the pH is. They should definitely know that for their own products. Um, So that's just a little... I guess, introduction, but I'm going to go into a few more details about how to know if you've damaged your barrier and then also the kind of things that can damage it. But first, if you are new to the world of K-beauty or you would just like a sort of more detailed primer on it, then we have a free guide to an intro guide to K-Beauty available. So if you go over to today's show notes for the podcast, which are available at www.thekoreanbeautyshow.com, I will pop a link in there and you can actually just download the guide for free. So you don't need to do anything. All you need to do is enter your email address and we will just automatically send you a copy of the guide. So If that sounds like something you're interested in, hop on over to the website and I will have a link in today's show notes for you to download that. Okay, so some classic signs of barrier damage. Things like sudden irritation, redness, tingly skin, sore skin. If you feel like no matter how much moisturizer or other other really hydrating products you put on your skin, it doesn't seem to stay hydrated, you may have damaged your skin's barrier. They're all pretty classic cases of barrier damage. Now, some people always seem to be suffering from sensitivity. And if this is you and you've had sensitive skin for, you know, five, 10 years, then maybe you're just on the sensitive side. But if the sensitivity has sort of come up all of a sudden, then barrier damage is one thing that you might reasonably suspect to be sort of in play. So how do we damage our skin's barrier in the first place? Well, obviously 
if you're using products that are too basic or alkaline, so by that I mean products that aren't pH balanced, that are either way above pH 5.5 or way below that, and products that are commonly way below that on purpose are things like acids. So if you've used a lot of AHAs or BHAs in your routine, you can overdo it and over exfoliate your skin and that will compromise your skin's barrier basically. Other things that can come into play are just poorly formulated products. So products that are just not very good. And then obviously products that are just too harsh. So if you've been scrubbing your skin with, I don't know, a coffee scrub on your face, that can tend to damage your skin's barrier because it's just way too harsh for your skin. So there are a couple of reasons why you can end up with a damaged barrier, but don't panic because I have some tips for how to repair your barrier if you have damaged it before. And the first one is, <laughs> these are my tips. So if you've overdone it, stick to the basics, okay? So if your skin is going absolutely haywire, I know the temptation is just to add more and more products into your team. You're like, I'm going to make this right. I'm going to give you all the love. I'm going to throw everything at you here. Have this product, have that product, have all the products. But the more complicated the routine, the harder it can be to repair your skin problems. So definitely try and resist the temptation to do more and just take it back to the absolute basics. So whatever the bare minimum of products are that your skin needs to physically survive, just completely cut it back to that. So things that are probably not 100% necessary if you have totally cooked it are, you know, all these additional masks and sleeping masks and things like that. Just get rid of them, completely get rid of any acids. Sunscreen is obviously a must. You're going to want to cleanse your face and uh, a nice hydrating moisturizer, but just try and cut out as many other products as you can for as long as you can, just to try and give your skin some time to, and space to breathe. Now, the second thing I would say is really keep in mind your cleansers and don't go too over the top. Now, by that, I mean, keep your water lukewarm. Don't be having a really, really hot shower and cleansing in the shower. In fact, if you're the kind of person like me that loves a hot shower, then I would even go so far as to suggest don't wash your face in the shower at all because you'll just be too tempted to do it with hot water that's too hot. So just go, you know, do a shower from the neck down basically. And then when you get out, do your cleansing for your face at the appropriate temperature, which is definitely no higher than lukewarm. So be really careful about that if you think you may have damaged your barrier and completely cut out any harsh cleansers or exfoliators as well. So just completely skip them. If you are after a really gentle cleansing routine, then two products that I would suggest taking a look at. The first one is a cleansing oil from B Labs, and that is I Am Sorry Just Cleansing Watery Oil. They have a, a really beautiful oil that is just non-aggravating and you don't need to sort of rub, rub, rub to get your makeup and sunscreen off. It just sort of dissolves everything. So that's the first one. And then the second one to follow up is Applebee's Sensitive Micro Cleansing Foam. So that's another one that just lathers up really, really nicely in your hands and you can just put the foam onto it. So both nice and gentle. Now, the next thing is some tips for actually protecting and maintaining your skin barrier. So depending on how much TLC your barrier needs, these are going to be a few of my top 
my top recommendations. If you do need that all around intensive barrier repair, then Etude House's Sunjong line actually has some really good products. And that's because they're formulated with the minimal amount of ingredients, which again is just another really good way to nourish and take care of your skin if you have really overdone it. So they have a two times barrier intensive cream and that's pH balanced. Uh, it's got Centella Asiatica, which is a really good ingredient that I would highly recommend checking out if you have cooked it. <laughs> if you've cooked your skin's barrier, Sika and Centella is your friend. And the formula that Sunjong line has is also free from potential irritants, things like synthetic fragrance. They've got no mineral oils. So it can really help to just soothe everything down. Now for your toners, I would also opt for an alcohol and fragrance free if you have really cooked your barrier. And iUnique has some really good ones. Their hyaluronic acid one would be a good one to take a look at if you're looking for a toner like that. And I'm going to have links to all of these as well in the show notes. So if you're talking about repairing things that are really nice, dry and flaky, then iUnique's Better Glucan range is also another really good option. Um, Basically, they've got a moisturizing cream and a serum. So it basically helps to hydrate because Better Glucan has uh, an antioxidant properties in it. It's a type, they're using a type of mushroom. So you can extract better glucan from a couple of different sources, but the one that iUnique is using is from mushrooms. So that can also assist with just generally your sensitivity and improving redness as well. So they are my top tips. If you are dealing with a compromised skin barrier, I've definitely been there and look, it can take some time to build up your barrier um, to where it used to be. So anything that you can do to prevent damaging your skin's barrier in the first place, I would definitely highly recommend but look, sometimes it happens. It happens. (laughs) You know, you want to try out some new products and it doesn't really take much to just throw everything off. But if you're noticing any of those symptoms and also if you're noticing uh, one thing I realized, how I realized that I had completely ruined my barrier was just acne popping up in really weird places and just for no seeming reason. So obviously once your barrier is damaged, all kinds of things can get in, bacteria and everything. So that's when acne will start cropping up again. So yeah, those are my top tips. If you have, if you've ended up in this situation, my heart goes out to you because I know it is not a lot of fun, but the good news is with the right TLC, some gentle care and just sort of pairing it all back within a few weeks, maybe a couple of months, you can definitely get your skin back to where it was. So Godspeed if you are going through that at the moment. Uh, And that is all I have for today's episode. So I would love it if you come and find me on Instagram in the meantime, in the meantime, rather, my handle is at lauren.kbeauty. You know, I am always up for a chat when it comes to anything skincare. So until next week, I will see you on Style Story. 